This is the Getsy Health Podcast with Janique and Tristan Roney. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. Hello. That's not Tristan's voice. It certainly is not. <laughs> you guys have Katie Baker on the podcast today. Hello. We have no Tristan. And I know a lot of you guys are groaning because you're stuck with us. This but is true. Tristan, <laughs> I mean, we call Tristan the shaman because right. he's, he's just the all-knowing all, like he's really brilliant but so so you're stuck with us Our conversations are lacking <laughs> i hope not we i actually made notes and bullet points no, no. And I, as you guys yeah. know like mm-hmm. tristan's the bullet point guy so i've come prepared this is good so hopefully you guys like it today but we're talking about infertility that's a big one it is a big one and we're gonna dive into how we got here because infertility doesn't it doesn't just happen overnight no, it doesn't. This is like infertility happens over decades, potentially. Yep. Starts from young, starts from like babies even. Mm-hmm. And we'll explain that to you, how that is a factor. And and then it just kind of, it snowballs as you age. So yeah, should we should we just dive right into it? Yeah. Should we do like the whole like cheesy chit chat <laughs> podcast in the beginning? <laughs> just kidding. Right. Well, we'll just that always actually drives me nuts when people just chit chat on podcasts, and I'm like, point. I'm like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go. Um, you guys, let's start with some stats because stats are fun and sexy. So, a rigorous, comprehensive meta analysis of data collected between 1973 and 2011 found that men from Western countries had a decrease in sperm production of more than 50% with no evidence of leveling off or improving. 50. 50. So that was in 2011. It's probably closer to 60 now. I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. And like they said, there's no um, leveling out. Now, women, if you're listening to this, please have, and you are trying to get pregnant, please have your partners listen to. It takes two to tango. It does take two. Actually, another stat is uh, 40% of infertility issues is attributed to the men. Right. So they... It's not just sperm count. No. But also the quality. And it can cause miscarriages even exactly so exactly yep so you have to you have to be really mindful of the environment of your body so you actually can you know you think about creating healthy cells right well men have to create healthy sperm this is the interesting thing with women is from and i think this is actually a very beautiful visual but when i let's see let me see if i can get this right babies girl babies they have all their eggs right in them right. for a period of time. So technically, me carrying Satori, I carried the the, ovum, the eggs, the, the ovum, ovum of my grandchildren. Yep, isn't that cool? It's super super neat. So their eggs are developing while they are developing as a baby. Yep. But when it comes to boys, men, their sperm is produced how often? Daily. Uh, regenerates or, depending on <laughs> how often. Okay. <laughs> Why? How technical do you we get on this podcast? I don't know. Go, <laughs> Nurse Katie. Super spicy. Uh, I believe it's uh, when you're trying to conceive. They advise not going every 24 hours, but holding out every 48 to 72 hours. And why is that? For the vitality and mobility of the sperm. Okay, because overproduction of sperm, or I think it has to do honestly, and I'm. Totally shooting fish in a barrel mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it has to do with the um, the regeneration and then the acidity levels. Oh, that makes sense. Being right in the ejaculate. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, 
We're like 12 year old boys talking about sex right now. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's okay. more like I visualize the mom in the minivan listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so. And the children are listening. I'm sorry. So if you're not ready I'm to so have that sorry. conversation, there we, you go. We should, we should have had like a disclaimer. So, no, so get your men involved. It's infertility. It is part of it. Exactly. Like, then we're all grownups. Right. But that are trying having to. your four-year-old listen to an infertility podcast. Who knows, right? Okay, you've been warned. Yeah, there you, there's your warning. There's your content warning. Um, okay, so let me go back to statistics, but women, make sure your men are listening too, because a lot of the time, and I, I see women doing the work hard, right? right? They they show up, they, they emotionally are invested. very emotionally invested. They are the ones out there shopping, and they are trying to drag their men into this and they are very resistant and they're like, just get me meat and potatoes and I want bread and I want my cereal and da 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 da. Men, it's time to put on your big boy pants and realize that you're potentially part of the problem too. Is that, is that mean of me to say? No, it's honest. (laughs) It's (laughs) honest. And if you do have your significant other with you listening, Mm -hmm. like you're equally in charge of this, right? You're equally invested Mm -hmm. and the outcome's going to affect everybody either way. Right. Baby, no baby. Right. Exactly. You know, so show up, show up for your, your significant other and do your work too. Right. Okay. Um, one in 10 women between the ages of 15 and 44 suffer with POS. I bet that's even higher here in the United States. Yep, me. Um, I was diagnosed with PCOS. How old were you? When I was diagnosed? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 19. Okay. That's really young. I believe. When did you start having symptoms though of PCOS? Um, 14. Okay. Maybe 13. Even I started my menses at 13. Mm-hmm. Okay. So not too early, not too late. Well, let's, let's tell listeners like how you got there, right? <clears throat> because your, your health history is fascinating. Your environmental <laughs> yeah. exposure from, Fun. from that to nutrition. Tell, tell everyone oh. where your breakdown happened. So I would guess that it probably, I mean, obviously when, when I was a newborn, right. I probably mm-hmm. had the classic American diet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a shift in the quality of food Mm -hmm. for all of us, you know, I was, see, I was born in 84, so I'm dating myself. But by the time I was developing and hitting puberty, I was what? On glyphosate? Glyphosate. Yeah. Yeah. Glyphosate. Sorry. We keep saying it wrong. We both have tired mom brains. (laughs) It's Sunday. It's been a weekend. (laughs) But um, long story short, quality of food, Mm -hmm. right? Sugar intake. Yeah. I would venture to guess well, and bad bad fats well and you were also you lived near farms agricultural areas yeah. where they were spraying uh chemicals yep. similar dusters. to agent orange like, right mm-hmm. yeah so elements or ingredients found in this fertilizer mm-hmm. herbicides pesticides even yeah were sprayed via airplane yep right mm-hmm. so the crop dusters would come short of the field and like come down and then start spraying prior to the start of the field. And right. I was one country road, mm-hmm. <laughs> barely two lanes and a small drain off canal mm-hmm. that I used to eat fish out of. Oh my gosh. Cause we, wow. Fish. Yeah. Everything. But yeah, I would spray and it would be literally wet on my skin. Yeah. We would try to beat the crop dusters. Yeah. Insane. And, and you would smell it like, like even today. And it would burn you, right? Yeah. It would burn my lungs. That's, it's insane. That's High instance of what? Asthma. Mm-hmm. Their uh, birth defects, right? With pregnant moms, like right. just just a lot of different stuff. So, right, and this is legal. This is legal it in was. America. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've tweaked some. There's some stricter laws with crop dusting, but when you mm-hmm. live in an agricultural area like that, there's no way to avoid it. Right. 
Right. But it's also like the heart of America, right? Mm-hmm. Feeding 80 something odd percent out of the Imperial Valley in California. That's they insane. feed America. They're wow. the winter time crop. Jeez. So lettuces and all that. Oh, great. But yeah, awesome. I was exposed to all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then on top of nutrition and then you started getting PCOS and yeah, you, it started with indigestion issues. Mm-hmm. I was in junior high when I was prescribed ulcer medication. Oh my gosh. And so it all led down to after my first baby mm-hmm. hypothyroidism and then finding out when I went to later to, uh, get blood work mm-hmm. and found out that I actually have Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. So this, it developed and so many misdiagnoses, right. like you're, so it's been a long road, mm-hmm. super long road, but you're doing awesome. Like yeah. you're seeing oh, tons of improvement. Insane. We were just talking about today how uh, Katie, she can never, you can never be in the sun. You would never. just fry and like after 10 who, minutes. Right. And anybody knows me, like I was raised in a really heavily Hispanic Mm-hmm. population so i was and i'm extremely white mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm very pale <laughs> and so i'd always stand out and get made fun of and stuff and i was just like oh my white skin i can never tan mm-hmm. and i tried mm-hmm. because of the shame you know yeah and then i i'm matured and i'm like whatever yeah but now it. you know i was trained like oh cover limit your time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but it was even so much more than i'd Plaster set timers on <laughs> i'd set timers to reapply especially with yeah. the kids like i just became obsessed yeah. with making sure that they're covered yeah yep. and uh so over this weekend like we were talking about i got no sunburn Mm-hmm. And you were at the, the salt flats out I was at all day mm-hmm. yep, for speed well, week. And if you guys are wondering why this is so impressive, we <laughs> actually have a podcast episode where we talk about sunlight mm-hmm. and how um, you can help yourself to prevent mm-hmm. burning and sensitivity by your nutritional intake. Should so just, I'll share a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> so listen, so listen to that podcast cause we'll, we'll move on, but yeah. um, because we're supposed to be talking All about the infertility, there. But, but listen to that podcast. Listen to our glyphosate podcast episode uh, where we talk about glyphosate and how it literally strips amino acids from your bacteria, which produces amino acids, which are building blocks, right? So listen to those podcast episodes to learn more about how chemicals disrupt your gut biome. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Okay, more statistics, you guys. Reasons for infertility in India. They attribute 45% to unhealthy eating habits. That's India. Can you imagine wow. here in America, like unhealthy capital of the world? It has to it's, be It's got to be higher. Mm-hmm. Right. And so just a disclaimer, this is not a shaming podcast, all right? This is, here's right. the information. I am not going to shame you out of changing your eating habits. Right. Nobody responds well from a point of shame. Right. So the more data we can give you guys and like, and having like hard talks, right? Like let's, let's have these hard talks about right. where we're at and where we need to be. Well, and some people may have been struggling for a while and they mm-hmm. haven't thought of it from this angle. They've just gone right. off of what yep. they find out. Right. I mean, you know, from, or what they're told. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Really quick. My last statistic, uh, let's see. Birth via assisted reproductive technologies has tripled since 1996. Uh, what else has tripled since 96? <laughs> Uses of glyphosate. Yep. Right. Yep. Glyphosate is destroying our gut biome. And we're going to talk about how infertility and gut biome and sex hormone function are all linked together. So um, let's, let's talk about that right now. So how did we get here? Antibiotic use and glyphosate use. All right. Yep. So there in your gut biome, you have gram positive and gram negative bacteria. And gram-positive bacteria, they have this, uh, this cell membrane that uh, absorbs 
stuff from their environment very heavily. Right. And so when you take an antibiotic, they're, they're sucking this antibiotic dry and they're, they're dying, right? Whereas gram-negative bacteria, they don't absorb quite as much. So well, you, can, you can say, yeah, they're more stubborn. And so you can say that they are antibiotic, more antibiotic resistant. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for human beings, gram-negative bacteria tends to be more unhealthy bacteria. They're more problematic. They need to be kept in their place a lot more More, by the healthy bacteria. More resistant. They're very, yeah. And so you need a lot of healthy gram-positive bacteria to keep them in their places. I kind of uh, use this visual, like um, let's say you have a prisoner in a cell, but the cell has no door. So you have like five policemen, right? This is like a big prisoner and you have these five policemen. Now let's say these five policemen disappear because of an antibiotic. We're just going to put that out there. Um, now this prisoner can run rampant, right? right. And can reproduce. Multiply, mm-hmm. right? So, so we need the policemen there. We need the gram positive bacteria there to keep that dude in his place. Check him. All right. Yep. To check him. Otherwise he's just running off. He's running amok he's doing whatever he wants. He's procreating. <laughs> he's hey, very fertile. For this podcast. He's very fertile. <laughs> he loves to grow and uh, antibiotics don't work on him as well as they do on the good guys. So, so we have this issue of gut dysbiosis and the, another issue of having potentially a proliferation of gram negative bacteria is gram negative bacteria have something called lipopolysaccharides Mm. um, in their, their cell wall, which increases inflammation system systematically. Right. And it causes the downregulation of hormone enzyme pathways as well as increases insulin resistance. So let's put a pin in insulin resistance right now, because we need to talk about that very soon when it comes to sex hormones and PCOS and estrogen, testosterone, dominance and all that jazz. So, so now we have this, now we're being sprayed with glyphosate and our gut biome is all thrown off. And now we have way more gram negative bacteria floating around, you know, having all of these highly inflammatory lipopolysaccharides, which also they perpetuate leaky gut syndrome, right? right? So, so now we have inflammation in the gut. We have inflammation in the brain. We have, we have inflammation everywhere. Systemic inflammation. Systemic inflammation. Inflammation isn't selective. Right. It it just goes everywhere, right? And our body responds to it. It absolutely does. Mm -hmm. And so, and so now we have this hindrance of, we're not absorbing our nutrients, which we need to absorb to create hormones. Super important. But now we have this downregulation of hormone enzymes. All right. And these pathways, which are just not pathwaying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be, yeah, I mean, literally, if you're, you got a telephone line mm-hmm. and it's frayed yep. and the ends are barely meeting, it's probably going to be crackly. You know, it's like exactly. the communication is just not happening. Exactly. Either that or you're just so overridden with inflammation mm-hmm. that your brain just isn't responding to signals totally. the right way. Well, well, okay. So let's talk about insulin because with this increase in inflammation from lipopolysaccharides, now we have an increase in cortisol response because that it's, it's stress on the body, right? Right. Cortisol is inflammatory, but what not only that, but, but <laughs> what's that? What do we burn through with the cortisol? Right. Right. And, right. and, and not only that, but cortisol also increases insulin. Right. And so insulin's a hormone. And if people, well, do you want to explain what insulin is? <laughs> Go ahead. You put me Go, on this Go <laughs> Miss Nurse. So the Do you guys know Katie's a nurse? I'm a registered nurse. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I do not have a shot for you today. Uh, so <laughs> actually, oh my goodness, it's the islet cells of the pancreas that produce insulin. Insulin, which is mm-hmm. a hormone, yep. Which is a hormone, and it's usually in response to the ingestion mm-hmm. of 
sugars, sugars, carbs. different types of sugars and mm-hmm. how carbs further break down to those types of sugars. Well, and then insulin, think of, think of every single cell in your body, right? Now right. you have all of this uh, sugar in your bloodstream mm-hmm. and sugar can't stay in your bloodstream, guys. It mm-hmm. causes a lot of inflammation, it a does. lot of problems. So now the pancreas creates this hormone called insulin and think of insulin like, and and, and the cells like a lock and key mechanism. So insulin is the key and it unlocks the gate of the cells for sugar to go into mm-hmm. the cells. For right? glyco- glyco- Ugh. That's the mom brain, glycogen storms. <laughs> glycogen <laughs> stores. Stores, thank you. So that, that's glycogen stores for the liver, right? right? Like the and muscles and stuff. Respond. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. And so, but specifically for like insulin and the cells themselves, like all body cells, right? right? If it's not being stored, it's being utilized by the cells. It's energy. Right. And so what happens when we have this overproduction of a hormone like insulin, just think of it. If you overproduce one hormone, all the other hormones have to like kind of respond. You know, they they all work systematically. They're all kind of communicating with each other. And the brain is inputting all of this data and it's saying, oh, there's a shift here. So we have to shift all the other ones. Right. Right. Now, after a while, because Americans love their carbs and Americans love their sugar uh, or just people in general, because it's the most addicting substance on the planet. You know, now we have this. Uh, so now we use our key in the cell walls to unlock it so that sugar can go from the bloodstream into the cell. And guess what? The, the lock mechanism won't work. And so the key is trying to turn and turn and open the gate and open the gate. And guess what? Nothing. Nothing no response. Yeah. So now you're swimming in sugar and blood sugar yeah. and it's causing inflammation. I'm going to say glucose. Glucose. Oh, <laughs> glucose. Okay. Not glycogen. I'm smirking to myself and not trying to interrupt you because I'm like, oh my gosh. No, it's, there's too many G's, too many words. Um, but it's important too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for sure, yes. And so, so back to the insulin, insulin resistance. Right. Now we have insulin resistance and insulin resistance leads to PCOS and all these right. hormone and, issues, and all of yeah. these other hormone shiftings. Right. So we really need to be mindful of our gut biome. We'll talk about carbs and sugar in a little bit, but we need to be mindful of our gut biome, our antibiotics, our environment that destroys our gut biome, right. Our immune response right. to that, to our inflammation. Um, let's talk about, I want to talk about because again, how did we get here? Okay, let's talk about subsidized foods for a second. Yeah, corn. Because um, especially here in America, you know, we have subs. We we pay taxes to make <laughs> junk food cheaper, right? right. It's this like vicious cycle, yep. and it really sucks because we could be subsidizing like fruits and vegetables that or actually regenerative farming or regenerative farming practices, <laughs> right. and yet we are subsidizing corn for high fructose corn syrup, which is very damaging on the liver. And we're going to talk about why the liver is so important for hormone health. Right. and fertility soon but well, yeah it's all hand in hand i mean like even the soy crops mm-hmm. and then soy uh being cheaper to produce because we yielded so much right. with gmo right like totally we overproduce and then the government's like oh yeah soy is a great source of protein mm-hmm. and then food <laughs> drug right. and everybody starts recommending it and okay. guess what people are making more money mm-hmm. and it's more uh mass distributed totally and well, consumed right exactly and not only is GMO harder on our guts to right. digest because it has been modified to be more resistant to pests, right. but now it's also more resistant to our gut biome. Right, which causes more right. inflammation. More inflammation, there you go. <laughs> which now we have this dysregulation of uh, sex hormone enzymes. Right, and more insulin resistance. And more insulin resistance. But 
But now we have highly processed corn, Mm -hmm. which is like corn syrup. We have highly processed soy. How many people actually eat edamame as soy? That's what soy is. The whole whole form. The whole form. No, it's low. We're drinking soy products, right? Like we're eating soy products, right? Mm -hmm. It's highly processed, and it that that's not how that product looks growing in nature. No, it's not its natural state. Exactly. Sure. Uh, same thing goes with wheat. Like we talk about wheat a lot, but again, wheat breaks down into sugar. It's highly processed. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they, they use glyphosate actually when they harvest Harden their wheat yep. as a desiccant. Mm-hmm. So now you are eating sugary food drenched in glyphosate, which is disrupting your biome. It's disrupting your, your sugar metabolism, potentially leading to insulin resistance. And now we have this, you know, kind of this vicious cycle that it is. we are exposed to from young, young, young. Okay. Right. Cause you think of babies and mm-hmm. they can't sleep. I think my baby's hungry. Right. Right. And so you add give, rice to right, their milk or rice something. Cereals, mm-hmm. oat cereals. Well, let's even go back. Let's, let's talk about further. baby formula. Yeah. Let, let's go back further. Yeah. Like baby formula, yep. you guys check out, you know, conventional baby formula, either the first or the second ingredient is uh, corn syrup. Yep. Why do babies need corn syrup? unless we hate their livers, right? Like what, what's happening? What is happening in a, in a person who formulates formula and they're like, yeah, corn syrup seems like a really great ingredient to give our children right, right now. Cause this is naturally found in breast milk. Right? No, it's not. Oh yeah. I was playing. That was I know. I know but I'm like, it's not you guys. It's absolutely not. You know, like I think the first or the second ingredient is like whey protein. And then the next is like corn syrup. And this blows my mind. It, yeah. It's like, we should not be giving babies sugar. No. All right. In, in no universe, no dimension, no, I don't know. I don't know. What are other planes in the <laughs> galaxies? In no universal, whatever should we be giving our children corn syrup I have as fun, newborns? I have a fun fact about breast milk. Oh, tell me. So a lot of, well, breast formula. So this is simulated human milk. Mm-hmm. All right. When you're doing, cause I, <laughs> I've done some lactation consultants, like mm-hmm. spe- I'm a specialist or whatever. You are? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I keep learning so, new things about you. Oh, right. Thank you. So no, this is a really, really fun side of nursing. So the formula is often referred to as simulated human, mm-hmm. you know, breast oh. milk. So it's, it's, it's synthetic, but that's the point, right? It's synthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they try to simulate mm-hmm. human breast milk. Well, a lot of what's found is like, oh, sugar and sugar is what makes that like they, what many people think is why babies appear milk drunk or oh. booby drunk. Yeah. Right. And they're not, it's actually cannabinoids. Oh, it's cannabinoids. What, cannabinoids. Thank oh, you. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's the only, like one of the naturally so it's like found calming their sources. brain. Right. So they're actually cool. milk high. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. drunk. <laughs> and it's the same receptor sites that we have as adults, mm-hmm. like for CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's yep. the same sites. And it's also the same sites that synthetic medications like opioids target for the the receptors. Right. So we're, we're getting our babies right. high when we breastfeed them. Right. That's so right. But that makes so much sense too, because like that, I can see how that helps children not develop an overactive brain, Correct. right? It, it, it's very adrenals. anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. It's very non-stimulating. Mm-hmm. You know, babies, when they're young, they get overstimulated very quickly. That's why we swaddle them, right? right? That's why we have to keep them still. Otherwise, their bodies are just flailing. And the more they flail, right. the more 
like stress stimulated and stress they get right mm-hmm. and then stress hormone pumping through them yeah. causes all kinds and of stress cues are a big thing because even with breastfeeding if you go and wait too far mm-hmm. to feed the time of feeding they can mm-hmm. be overly stressed over oh, overly yeah. stimulated and they don't calm down enough and then mm. it disrupts their digestion system interesting and then they're more colicky Oh or they take on gosh. more air. The latch isn't Where good enough. Where were you <laughs> when I had Tennyson? Right? He was my colicky baby. Where were you? But we know now, right, yeah. that that could have started in the womb. Right. Right. Because of your adrenals. Because your adrenals took yeah. from ten, from Tennyson's adrenals. Exactly. As a fetus. So it's just, exactly. these are interesting times that we have the science and the technology to, to even know these things. That's really cool. Right. I swear this is an infertility podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> because this all this all matters, you it guys. Does. Like infertility doesn't start when you start your period at the age of twelve or fourteen. This is true. It starts when you are being fed corn syrup formula. Mm-hmm. It starts when your first foods are cereal and Cheerios and you name it. It's some kind of grain sprayed with glyphosate. Right. Right. And now it's it's you're slowly microdosing on poisonous foods, basically so, poisonous for your microbiome, right. poisonous for your hormones. I mean, think about it. Anything that induces a disease is a poison, is mm-hmm. toxic, right? It's a toxic substance. Think like right. think about it. Cigarettes are regulated, right? Right. Alcohol is regulated. regulated. And yet sugar does more damage than both of those combined, Mm -hmm. not regulated. In fact, we glorify in it. We revel in it. We reward ourselves with it. And we shame those who don't partake. How many of you healthy, crunchy moms have been to a family function and you tell your children, sorry, you can't eat that. And then Aunt Gretel is like, (laughs) oh, why not? You know, you're like, you're depriving them. You're depriving them. Right. And they can't be kids. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like this is, this is how warped our culture is around food. Right. right. I mean, there's probably people listening right now that are just enraged. Like, how can you teach people this? How damning, how, right. how damaging, how shaming is this? Right. It's not shame. You guys, we are in massive dysfunction in our, in our society and something has to give things need to change. Yep. And it starts from the bottom up. It starts right. with our cultural shift. Our cultural perception right. needs to change and breaking those generational chains. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those belief systems. Right. And then recognizing this starts from very young. Okay. Yes. Very young. So those moms that are out there that are saying, well, I can't do anything about what I ingested as a baby. Right. No, no you absolutely can't. So we have to kind of give ourselves grace and say, but I could change now for the future. I can mm-hmm. have some time. I'm going to not, Maybe try for the next few months and mm-hmm. I'm going to get my own house in order Yeah, before, you know, advancing. And uh, that brings us to another exposure and that's plastics, mm-hmm. right? So that's huge. Like you think about all the food that comes in the plastic packaging. Oh, how, yeah. many, how many people are still microwaving on plastic? Right. Well, and plastic is an endocrine disruptor. Right. You know, plastic, it's it's a xenoestrogen. And I'm looking at you all panicking because <laughs> I deleted all my notes. I know. I saw. <laughs> oh, God, so we're going to wing it. Um, so, like, plastics are a xenoestrogen. And it's really sad because... We, we store our foods in plastic. We heat right. it in plastic. Think about even when you go to the store and you hold a receipt and it has BPAs in it, right? Which is a form of plastic. And you touch that and it goes into your skin 
and right. it, and it pretends to be a hormone, right. right? So think of a conductor of an orchestra and he's drunk. Mm-hmm. All right. This is what we are blasting our systems with. When we put on uh, perfumey lotions. Yeah. The phthalates. The, the phthalates. Exactly. And what's really sad is we don't see plastic going away, especially here in America, anytime soon. Nope. And the reason why is because plastic is formed from crude oil. And what else? Do you, do you see my list there? <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm inspired not reading it. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so plastics are from, they're made from oh, natural well, gases, yeah. coal, cellulose, and crude oil. And our, our country, like the United States of America, actually became the yep. number one producers in crude oil. All right. How did, how did we go? I think we were number three, like 10 years ago. How did we go from number three to number one? Other than money? Well, (laughs) subsidies. Subsidies. We, we did these subsidies for these companies so that they could produce more oil. We don't see plastic going away anytime soon. All right. So that's our wake up call to be like, you know what? The government probably doesn't have our back in this. They're not going to protect us from it. And I just, I read something the other day where a bunch of scientists came out and said, we support the, the regulatory agencies and the, the levels of safety that the government enforces. And I'm like, that's really sad because the FDA is like, they're, they're, what's the word I'm looking for? Their standards yeah. are not my standards. That's yeah. That's like good. their that's their level of PC ex- way of saying that. What? <laughs> that's a politically correct. Yes, way exactly. Of their that. standard <laughs> is just not mine. Okay, right. so we have to recognize that there. Unfortunately, there are political issues happening here, mm-hmm. where capitalism is at the forefront before public health. Right. And we just kind of have to realize, okay, I need to make these changes myself. Right. You need to advocate for yourself. I need to advocate for myself. Children. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get the, get rid of the plastics because they're right. not going away. Nope. Um, no, I mean, compared to, we were watching that documentary, Zac Efron. Oh yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Iceland. Oh my gosh. And they're like 0.3. Like they're pr- producing, you know, a production plastic. of like, or crude oil. Crude oil. Like oh, they're it's not nothing. It's all renewable. All renewable energy. They all have like these electric cars. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's amazing. Really and is. here's America taxing us for driving electric cars. Do you know I pay more taxes for my electric yes. car than people do for their gas car? Yep. Which, you know, that tells me, oh, I, I see where your priorities lie, government. Okay, right. cool. I, I, I see you. Well, and many people that can't bank power either. Like some people that have Teslas have charging banks and they can't bank and use their own energy. That was what actually produced by the cars themselves. And they produce energy from even solar to these home banks but they can't use it for their house oh my gosh they can actually get in trouble what yeah what yeah this doesn't make sense to me people that get uh well i'll just put it lightly legal actions for Mm -hmm. collecting rainwater yeah right right it's like are you serious we live in the upside down (laughs) (laughs) we really do like it makes no sense to me so speaking of water Mm -hmm. that's another big one water nutrition as talking about other endocrine disruptors Mm -hmm. i mean if you like your thyroid don't drink city water because they drench it in um chlorine fluoride Mm -hmm. um other chemicals right Mm -hmm. whereas in other countries they use ozone and uv light right we use chemicals right like and so (laughs) it's just nuts it's really insane it's really sad and again you know getting filters for your homes you know if you do have reverse osmosis people please 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 put minerals back in it do you want to share uh quickly a the case of the family that came in and all of the children were depleted in their minerals with their hair and their hair analysis Mm -hmm. and when i looked at it i was like do they have RO? And then when you looked at it, Mm -hmm. you asked, you were like, do they have RO? And even when Bailey looked at it, she was like, 
Do they have RO? Yep. <laughs> and they do, huh? Like the most common thread, right? That we see. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously there's digestion, but right. water, water, mm-hmm. when we see minerals, I mean, it just affects yep, everything, so, just everything. Yep. Minerals are like the electricity in your body. Yep. Right. And so when we, when we have these, uh, chemicals or, I mean, when we have RO, you know, that's a problem. But if we're drinking city water, we need to just be really mindful right. that we're filtering out all the right. junk. And be okay. mindful that if it says purified, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's usually municipal water, which is city water that's been put through an RO system. Mm-hmm. Right. It's purified water. So, so mineralize it. Yep. Look at your water bottles mm-hmm. yep. like from the city of industry. Right. And, and, <laughs> and going back to our children, are our children drinking out of plastic bottles that have been heated? Are, are they getting plastics in their system? And it, like, think right. of your babies. You're uh, loading, like you're warming up uh, breast milk. In bottles, and they're being exposed to xenoestrogens, right? Well, right? It, it starts before that. Even not the breast milk, but the, what the mom consumes, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. the mom's oh, water yeah. and the breast milk. So then let's further that into formula. The formula is done with gallon jugs of nursery water, mm-hmm. or you're doing what you think is the best. I'm not yeah. shaming. Yep. Okay, I'm just putting yeah. this out there. We do the best we can with the information with we have we at know. the time. Exactly, right? exactly. And so there's no going back. However, for you moms that are trying down this fertility road, you know, mm-hmm. or going through this time, uh, just be aware plastics are a big deal. And yeah. it's not just from when you get the jugs or the water bottles and you're storing, Oh, well, mm-hmm. I don't store it in heat. Right. Right. But I guarantee you, cause I am not an exception to this. I have drank out of water bottles that I've left in my vehicle mm-hmm. in the summer. Right. It's hot. Mm-hmm. And never in my life did I ever think about Right. The disruptors in that water. Right. As I was drinking it. Or think about a uh, bottled water that you buy from Costco. It's how many, stored. Well, h- how many uh, hot trucks has it been on? Right. Exactly. We don't know. We don't know what the handling was. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long it sat. Right. We, we know that plastic leaches into your water, mm-hmm. even without heat. And mm-hmm. with heat, it's even more. Yep. It intensifies it. Yeah. Right. So, so that's why, um, you know, drinking out of glass, drinking out of stainless steel, like Storing. get your, get your children mm-hmm. each their own stainless steel bottle. It will yep. last forever. Um, you can clean that baby over and over and over and just make sure that you are giving them their superior minerals, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and they're, they're, they're really, really clean water. All right. Yeah. Like give, give your babies a chance, right? Right. Like if that's start, start the least. Yeah. Right. Just and that doesn't cost anything to throw out that plastic. Mm-hmm, right. Or recycle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just recycle Good that. point. <laughs> right. All right. I don't have my, my bullet points, but I think, I think we've, what other environmental things? I mean, we've, we've spoken about most of them. Stress is another one when it comes to sex hormones, female hormones, stress. Okay. So let's talk about adrenals really fast. We'll come back to adrenals, but we all know that this stress hormone is cortisol, right? right? Culprit. Yep. Yep. And now um, there is this other hormone called DHEA. Now cortisol and DHEA are both produced in a gland that sits above your kidneys called the adrenal glands. All right. Now the adrenal glands will pump out cortisol when you're stressed and it'll pump out DHEA as DHEA is the backbone or it's the precursor to progesterone, testosterone, and your estrogen hormones. Okay. Mm. So you need DHEA to produce these hormones. And just to to back that up a little bit, DHEA is created from cholesterol, right? How many of, how much do we demonize cholesterol, (laughs) right? When I tell you eat more saturated fats, people are like cringing. They're like, no, well, that's because of really bad programming over the past 50 years on horrible science. And now the medical industry just pumps out statins like crazy, Mm -hmm. right? Destroying livers, destroying cholesterol left, right and center. And now we have sex hormone issues. 
back to the adrenal glands pumping out cortisol and DHEA. So when we are highly stressed, highly stressed, and we're pumping out cortisol, sometimes the adrenals will hijack this DHEA and convert it to cortisol. So if you're hijacking the precursor to your sex hormones to create stress hormone, guess what? you're producing less sex hormones. Right. All right. So be very mindful of your stress. Some self-care is very, very important. Right. You want to make sure that you are, you're sleeping for (laughs) one. Sleep, like get at least eight hours of sleep. You are being mindful. You're exercising because that can help with stress management. That can also help with uh, insulin resistance and uh, sugar metabolism issues. Let's think about these couples too, waiting for that positive test. Oh, the stress. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. That's very stressful. Right. So these are how we got here, you guys. This is, we've kind of created a very long story about like, oh man, like this sucks. Right. Like we've been put in these environments and we had no idea. And when your 12-year-old or your 14-year-old is having menstrual issues, PMS, what it's, happens it's look, now? look back. What are look we back to what now, she's been... Of? of what? Of these 12, 14-year-olds with horrible period-related mm-hmm. symptoms. They're getting prescribed... Um, Pills. Birth control. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're exactly. getting put on synthetic hormones mm-hmm. during their development. Right. Their biggest mm-hmm. season of life. Oh my gosh. And let's not even talk about what the pill does to your gut biome. Right. Because it's bad. Let me just tell right. you that. It's bad. <sighs> we'll talk about and when it it causes more proliferation of candida, mm-hmm. candida albicans, um, but it destroys your gut biome. And so... Which feed off sugar. So it makes you want sugar, to eat yeah. more sugar. <laughs> exactly. So now you're eating more carbs. Right. Now you're getting more insulin resistance, right? right? So we've painted this really horrible picture and it's like, <laughs> now, now what do we do? I promise you there's hope. There's healing, okay? Um, there's so much healing. Dr. Rhonda Nelson, she spoke with our Gutsy Health members and she, she told us, she shared with us during... Um, a live Q&A with her that like 20 years ago, she could heal like 19 out of 20 couples dealing with infertility. Like it was fun. And it was really fun for her. She loved it, right? Mm -hmm. She's saying nowadays it's closer to like six or seven out of 20. Mm -hmm. And and she thinks it's our environment. She thinks it's our stress, all right? But so what we want to talk about now is like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's look at what we can do because there's so much we can do. And the first thing I want to touch on is digestion, not digestion, nutrition. Nutrition. All right? right. Nutrition, you guys, is very, very important because chances are if you are dealing with sex hormone issues, you are dealing with insulin resistance issues, you're dealing with, um, with all kinds of things that have to do with blood glucose. All right. So what you need to do is cut the carbs. Right. All right. Cut the crap. Cut the carbs. Cut the crap. And cut back significantly. Other things too, you want to increase your protein intake, healthy proteins, non-inflammatory proteins from like, like factory farmed meats. Right. All right. Collagen is fantastic for healing the gut. And then you want to eat healthy, healthy fats. All right. So my favorites are coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, red, mm-hmm. um, red, palm. Uh, red palm that is unrefined, unrefined and is ethically sourced. Uh, there's one other one I am missing, but I think those are my my four other favorites. Than like a grass fed butter. Oh, grass fed butter. If you mm-hmm. can do dairy, Arachidonic acid. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, ghee. Calcium. Ghee is clarified yeah, butter. Mm-hmm. So if you have lactose issues, do some do some ghee. ghee. Mm-hmm. Um, those organic, are organic, organic grass fed ghee. Exactly. And then, like I said, going to our proteins, like getting highly absorbable forms of proteins: animal protein, beef, chicken turkey obviously try to get you know the pasture raised that kind of stuff 
So eating highly nutritious foods, highly like really good proteins from right. good farmed sources is really important because um, remember friends, like you are what your food eats too. Right. So if your food's eating inflammatory foods, they are going to have inflammatory omega profiles. Right. And so now you're eating high omega-6s, low omega-3 meats, and you are potentially aggravating more inflammation. So um, another thing is, let's talk about the sugar metabolism. Let's hit this hard because right. you ladies with uh, PCOS, insulin resistance, you're on metformin. Here's the thing. Here's the deal. 10 carbs to my body is 10 carbs to my body. Right. 10 carbs to someone dealing with PCOS registers more like 60 grams. Like 10, I, yeah. I, I mean, 10 grams of carbs, right? Grams. And now 60 grams of carbs. It, like, so that 10 grams of carbs to your body with PCOS registers as 60 grams of carbs. Right. All right. It's not the same. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not A plus B equals C. It's A plus B equals Z, 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 Z. Right. All right. And so you have to just really ring that in. And unfortunately, and I love how Rhonda calls it food prison. You have to be in food prison for a little bit until the dysfunction is fixed and it can be fixed. And so yes. some ways to help retrain your body to become more insulin or less insulin resistant right. is do some intermittent fasting or some fasting just in general, um, cut back on your carbs significantly. So do more complex carbs from vegetables, obviously yep. increase your fats, increase your proteins. Right. So we're running off the programmed course of sugar and carbs mm-hmm. from our childhood, right? right? Grains and the sugars or the standard American diet, the standard American right. diet to be more (laughs) correct to current day terms Mm -hmm. and into a high protein, healthy fat. Lots of vegetables, tons and tons of vegetables. Right now this kills like 10 birds with one stone because Mm -hmm. not only does this diet help decrease inflammation, but it also helps with uh, your microbiome. So what you feed breeds. So if you're feeding your good biome, good fiber, soluble fiber, insoluble fiber, it's going to grow and proliferate as such. When you feed your biome sugar and processed foods, bad bacteria is going to grow. All right. So unfortunately, we're going to even have to like be more in food prison when it comes to PCOS because things like sweet potatoes, carrots, beets, those are still a little bit sugary and starchy. Mm -hmm. Or cassava flour. Cassava flour, for instance, Mm -hmm. you know, even healthy almond flour tortillas, they're going to be very carby for you. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to cut back and go more for like avocados and hemp seeds. Right. And sweets won't even be maple syrup and honey. You can't even touch those, unfortunately. Monk fruit sweeteners are great. Like the little Mm Canto maple syrup is awesome. You need to be mindful of the sugar alcohol, though. Right, because they Um, will still spike insulin response. They can actually cause uh, dysbiosis. Like because of the alcohol, (laughs) because of the sugar alcohol. So they can, uh, they can cause disruption and the runs. And so, Mm -hmm. so I would even, I mean, good, better, best, right? You guys need to gauge your own health journeys and be like, what can I do? Right. This most definitely doesn't look like sucralose. No, 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 no. We're not looking at sucralose or maltodextrin. Don't do those. those. Exactly. Cut those out completely. Because let's think whole food, Mm non-synthetic. Right. Okay. Diet and supplements, whole food, Mm -hmm. non-synthetic. Exactly. Let it come from foods. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how, when we're looking at nutrition, 
How many vegetables are we looking at? Like seven oh, to 10 servings a day? I would day? say like eight to 12. Eight to 12. Especially because okay. they're cutting back on carbs a ton. Right. You know, they're going to have to heavily rely on complex carbs. And the complex carbs are like broccoli, cauliflower, you know, onions are a little bit more carby. Right. But like asparagus, zucchini, um, you name it, right? Leafy greens, lots of leafy greens. Um, yeah. And this isn't, oh, well, I'm just going to grab a pack of baby carrots and hummus because most hummuses are... Very carby. With, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're carby. They're laden with glyphosate. They are mm-hmm. usually mixed with bad oils. Right. Like we need to start reading labels and looking at our foods. Well, and unfortunately, again, with my PCOS friends, like eating beans, beans are very yep. carby. Yep. All right. So you're just going to have to be really, really mindful. And like I said, food prison, short term. Right. Right. Just be long term gains, like fix that insulin resistance, become insulin sensitive again. Well, it sounds like those green smoothies are on the menu then. Yes. Minus the fruits. Right. Like you can cut out the fruits, add the lemon, add the ginger, bone broth, collagen powder. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, do do the green smoothies, but lots of leafy greens. I even say like steam some broccoli and cauliflower. I mean, sulforaphane guys, you, you want like healthy hormones, get more sulforaphane. Mm -hmm. And so steam broccoli and cauliflower, freeze it and then throw in like a cup a day into your smoothie and just drink that down. Olive oil. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then throw in that bone broth collagen from Mm -hmm. Paleo Valley. It's so good. Oh my gosh. You guys, I've had so many messages of like, I've tried so many bone broths and this is the first time I've noticed my hair and my skin and my nails getting better. Well, Uh, and I think a lot of that is too, if you read the labels, the collagen comes from like the hide mm -hmm. of the animal and it's not actually coming from from the bones, from the bones. Right. Well, and another thing with Paleo Valley is they, they actually source their, their bones from a farm in Germany because they couldn't find any, I love it. It's so beautiful. Well, Autumn Smith, who's the owner of Paleo Valley, she was like, I couldn't find any sources here in America that met our standards. So I love that. Um, If you go to paleovalley.com, you can use the the discount code ProvaHealth10 to get 10% off your Paleo Valley Mm. bone broth. Also, ladies, get your your meat sticks. Okay. Instead of going for like a granola bar, go for a beef stick bar. Okay. Or a turkey stick bar. They're really yummy. So good. You know, and and just load up on your protein. All right. Mm -hmm. Decrease the carbs because again, healthy snacks are still very carby. All right. And we're, we're really heavily hitting insulin resistance here. Okay. Right. We're trying to reverse that so that we can stop overproducing insulin, like decrease that inflammation of the glucose in your, in your bloodstream. Right. And then all the other hormones can shift and change. Okay. Um, next you can exercise to help with the balancing of your sugar metabolism and decrease your inflammation too. So that's a good one. But we're not talking to go out Oh, and like and slam your body for like two hours a day. No, 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 no. Right. Something we're not doing a competition every day Mm-mm. because if you have adrenal fatigue, which we'll talk about soon, like you, you might be making the you're perpetuating the, the issue. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just be really mindful you're and compounding, yeah. if you're just exhausted and it takes you several days to recover, yep, you're, you're hitting it. too hard. Mm-hmm. All right. Your body isn't, and, and we're going to talk about digestion right now, actually, right? because this is the next part of healing is you, you can't heal if you're not absorbing and you're not absorbing if you're not digesting. So you digest to absorb and you absorb to heal. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you're not healing, you're not digesting and absorbing well. Okay. So most of my people, if you haven't done the baking soda test, please do it. Yeah. Please do the baking soda (laughs) test. First thing in the morning, first thing in the morning, half a cup of water, 
quarter teaspoon baking soda, chug it on an empty stomach, time yourself. If you are belching in two to three minutes, chances are you have enough hydrochloric acid. Yep. Belch, not tiny burp, not little air bubble. No, no, no. Like not, not Homer Simpson. No, but it's not also like, oh, I have a little indigestion. Right. Boop. Yep. You want to impress yourself. Right. And so, so if when you do this belch within two to three minutes, you probably have enough hydrochloric acid. Stop timing yourself at five minutes. You failed the baking soda test. Or you're just a no burp. Burp, Or just no no burp. burp. Right. Exactly. We have to make sure, guys, that you have enough hydrochloric acid to help with protein synthesis, to help with the release of intrinsic factors so you can digest your B or absorb your B vitamins. Mm-hmm. But everything starts with the stomach. Yep. And unfortunately, mainstream medicine, what do they do when you have indigestion? They put you on a PPI, yep. all right? A proton pump inhibitor, inhibitor which yep. decreases your hydrochloric acid even more. There's a reason why I call hydrochloric acid the holy grail to digestion, right. all right? There are so many functions that hydrochloric acid like has. It's the first domino to hit all the other dominoes in this like chemical reaction. Right. right. Like if you have a robust release of hydrochloric acid, then you are releasing cholecystokinin, you're releasing yep, secretin. Your jumping mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yes, and now your liver's creating. Um, uh, what's the the thing I'm thinking of? <laughs> it's bile. <laughs> well, it's bile from Why the can gallbladder. I think of, yeah, and then it, it stores in the gallbladder, right? right? And then the gallbladder contracts Extreme. because of right. that cholecystokinin hormone. Not only that, but hydrochloric acid. I couldn't think of the word bile. Isn't that sad? It's oh okay. my gosh, mom brain we're through. Here. The, we're here. We showed here. up. We showed up. Our audience is non-judgmental, right? <laughs> <laughs> So don't read the reviews. Yeah, we just don't read the comments. Um, Not only that, but hydrochloric acid, it also triggers the pancreas to release a robust amount of digestive enzymes. Right. So when we are stressed, guess what? Hydrochloric acid production goes down. When we Mm. are inflamed, hydrochloric acid production goes down. So what would symptoms of low H... HCL look like? Um, bloat and gassiness. That's right. the biggest one. Really tired after done eating. Um, heartburn is a really big one too. Well, that's a huge one. So mm-hmm. then when I say I have heartburn, what do I do? What's so the you standard take, American So response? you want to take Zypan. You want to take... Tums. Not Tums. <laughs> Please don't take Tums, guys. You want to take HCL. You want to take hydrochloric acid. Not all hydrochloric acids are created equal. Mm-hmm. But please, like, start dosing nice and slow with the hydrochloric acid. If you take hydrochloric acid and your stomach is burning, you have an ulcer. So you got to heal that baby up. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so ulcers develop after chronic stress Mm -hmm. where hydrochloric acid production has actually decreased so much that H. pylori comes out to play and H. pylori causes ulcers. So how do you heal ulcers? Long story short. So we'll talk about that another time because (laughs) that's a whole nother podcast. I mean, there's so many protocols. Like this is why people come to us, right? Because not everyone's protocol is the same. Well, and that is a straightforward response. It's individual. It is individual. Schedule. Unfortunately, that's console. Right. Exactly. Come do a hair analysis, do some blood work, or just schedule a one-hour consult. Right. But unfortunately, we can't. Like, it's not all roads. Well, and it's not all that easy to. Right. Mm -hmm. But start researching hydrochloric acid digestion, you guys. It's so so important. So So that's. I like your analogy, though. You've used it in the office in the clinic. Which one? The um, the bouncer. Oh, with hydrochloric acid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hydrochloric acid is the bouncer to the nightclub. Right. When you take away the bouncer, it's it's free for all. Right. And then H. pylori comes and the he's thugs, just partying the up. The are coming he's, in. He's, he's partying he's it up grindy. in the club. <laughs> <laughs> he's being inappropriate right. with all the customers, causing all kinds of issues. So you got to bring that bouncer back. Yeah. Okay. But you also got to heal that gut lining. And that further aids in absorption. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Exactly. But if our gut... Our gut is in an 
if our gut is not in order, right. then no amount of like, we just can't absorb. Exactly. You can't. And everyone's like, well, what the heck does the gut have to do with hormones? Everything. Everything. How the heck do you create hormones out of nothing? Yep. All right. Like you got to absorb your fats and your proteins to produce hormones. Mm -hmm. All right. Remember DHEA, the precursor to sex hormones, it's cholesterol. All right. If you are not absorbing your cholesterol, you're not producing sex hormones, all mm -hmm. right? Like it's not happening. And a lot of people say, and this is going to be a great lead into what you need to do next to fix your uh, hormones. Um, if you, a lot of people say that, well, your liver creates cholesterol. Mm. Yeah, in a perfect world. If yeah. we were in a world with no chemicals and no toxins and no xenoestrogens, absolutely right. your liver would produce cholesterol. But guess what? When it's overburdened, it does not. Nope. Okay. So that takes us to fix your liver. We did an entire podcast episode on yep. like fixing your liver so about good. two weeks ago. So good. You guys, please listen to it and then go to gutsy.ch forward slash liver and do the liver reset ASAP. Like don't even hesitate. Don't mm. think, well, this might be a bad idea. No. 500 functions. But the liver has 500 functions. Okay. Right. One of those functions is the biosynthesis of hormones. What the heck does that mean? Well, hormones form, they go to the liver and they form even more. Right. All right. The liver says, oh, you need to be this estrogen and you need to be that estrogen and you need to be this progesterone. Right. Mm -hmm. The liver is just, it's a massive part of making sure your hormones are converting. Like we always talk about hormone conversion, right? And if we have the wrong estrogens converting in the wrong ratios, we got inflammation. Right. We're more prone to breast cancer, Ugh, right? Yeah. Like the liver, talk about massive conductors, right? The yep. liver, the liver can't be a drunk conductor, guys. We can't afford it because that's when dysfunction and dis-ease start setting in. Right. So, so give your liver some love, listen to the liver reset program mm -hmm. and reset your liver. Okay. You, we can't heal a body with a sick liver. Now, are we talking full-blown cirrhosis? Are we talking full-blown non- um, alcoholic fatty liver fatty, disease. Yeah. No, no, we're not. There is a spectrum, right? And unfortunately in the medical realm, you only have a liver issue when you have cirrhosis or non, uh, non alcoholic fatty liver disease or alcoholic fatty liver disease, right? Right. When your liver is literally diseased, now there's a problem. Okay. So that's like a full blown 10. Right. What about like zero to nine? Right. All right. What if you are sitting at a five, yeah, I'm but your, your AST and your ALT are not elevated, right? <laughs> your liver enzymes are not elevated. Yeah, normal. Right. Standard. You look normal, but there's dysfunction. Actually, this happened in a blood chem that I did um, earlier this week where her adrenal function looked totally normal. And according to her enzymes, her, um, her liver enzymes, everything looked normal. But guess what? She's pounding vitamin D oh, and it's super low. Right. And mm. she had like literally no progesterone, no testosterone, no estrogen. Wow. Um, and so I'm seeing, and guess where vitamin D gets converted in the oh, liver, in the liver, right? <laughs> and get this, she had tons of cholesterol, tons. Oh. So we're not lacking cholesterol. We're not lacking the we're substance lacking the to conversion. produce. We're lacking the conversion, right? Mm. So her DHEA is low. All right. Her sex hormones are low, but she's got, she's got cholesterol. So cholesterol has to go into the liver, has to be mm -hmm. synthesized. DHEA has to go into the liver and be synthesized into other hormones. So we're vitamin D has to be converted to cola calciferol, you know, in order to be used. You're and so guess what? smart. No, I'm not. Mm. I'm really not. <laughs> yes, you are. Everyone's shaking their head. Like, <laughs> like the liver has to work in order for your body to work, guys. 
please don't don't hesitate. Just do the liver reset, okay? Gutsy.ch forward slash liver. Um, you might even have to do it like back to back for some people. It might be. Have you seen the comments where people are recording their results with the livery set yep. week one? Yep. Isn't it so in our, exciting? In membership in the gutsy it's membership. So people yeah. are like losing weight. Yep. People are miserable for the first Goodness, five days. And then like eczema yeah. is gone completely. Right. 5.5, five and a half pounds. In a week, in right? A week. And then she's like day three. Yeah. The, the rash. And then she's like she, overnight like, gone. Yeah. She was complaining. Her eczema her exploded. or something like that. So so her eczema got worse, mm-hmm, right? Right. And then day five, overnight, the eczema was like gone completely. It's insane. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And 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 what did ever, everyone amazing. tell her? We were like, just keep pushing. Keep, yeah, just, just keep going. Good job pushing through. Yes, right? right. Like just like, and what I tell my members when it's like the first week is hard. I'm like, just keep going. Right. And there's been some funky things that have been happening. Mm-hmm. I had someone say like her teeth went yellow. Right. I'm like, whoa, what do you have in your mouth? Right. What are the things coming out of our mouths? Right. Oh, Tristan, one day his whole tongue was all white, like just tons of fungus on, on his tongue. On the reset? On his tongue. Yeah. On the liver oh, reset. Goodness. But this is really interesting too, because we did his, uh, we did his labs before the liver reset and right after all of his liver enzymes, you guys came down significantly. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so the great. Proof is in the pudding. It was like, mm-hmm. we, we actually did blood work to track this. It looked really, really great. And so we were like, heck yes, we'll take that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyways, liver liver if you want happy hormones you got and and here's another thing too when we are bombarded with estrogen bombarded right like we we got to like get rid of that right Right. so liver reset okay Mm -hmm. and make sure you're pooping too well and bombarded with testosterone for all you pcosers Mm -hmm. like right it's your ovaries that are taking a Mm -hmm. role in that too exactly but it's not just your ovaries everyone thinks oh they're enlarged and Mm -hmm. i like my follicles can't come out it's like well what's affecting the ovaries right your liver plays a big role in that massive role so like it that's what we're saying take the information Mm -hmm. start researching for yourself don't just take Mm-hmm. you know, the, oh, yeah. the word for it, this mm-hmm. is information hopefully that triggers, you know, plants those seeds. Well, think of the ovaries kind of like a marathon, but the ovaries are the finish line. Yeah. They weren't the race. No. Nope. You know, so if you're not crossing the finish line, you got lost in the race course somewhere, right? right? That's the same thing with your hormones. The ovaries are not dysfunctional. You got to look upstream. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's what we're talking about. Like upstream, upstream is gut. Well, and then your mouth. Upstream is why <laughs> your mouth. What you're what you're taking in. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Right. Right. Like so, look upstream. Look at your digestion. Look at your liver. Fix them. All right. No, okay. Next, we're going to talk about adrenals. Yeah, so adrenals, like, adrenals are really yes. <laughs> adrenals are next because um, if you have sex, and this is a direct quote from Dr. Rhonda, if you have a sex hormone disorder, you have an adrenal disorder. Yep. All right. So what do we do? <laughs> You stop stressing, right? Stop stressing, (laughs) which is come on, come on. Really though. I know. I love you all that are trying right now. I wish I can give you all a big, huge hug because you're all stressed. Right. Uh, To some level, this is, even if you're not trying for a baby, even if you have like PMS, purely PMSing, right? Like maybe a future hopes for a baby because Mm -hmm. I was robbed of that dream i was told i would never have children mm-hmm. and i have sex i have sex <laughs> it's it's possible <laughs> i have a set of triplets mixed in there they're five mm-hmm. now and guess what i conceived them while starting a new workout regime cool. and i had changed my diet to more of a paleo based and it mm-hmm. was a 
a complete 180 from the my standard American diet, and I think that it just shifted things just enough to go like pew pew pew. Here's some eggs. <laughs> it some dropped like three eggs, eggs yeah. at the same time. <laughs> And I had release me. <laughs> oh, you want to eat healthy and Yay. treat my body right? Here you go. Here you Here's go. a present. Right? No, we're not endorsing that. <laughs> if you follow this, you'll get multiples, but mm-hmm. right. it's possible. Um, so I think that's such a great story. <laughs> but back to the adrenals, you guys. Okay, so Stress. adrenals suck yeah. because unfortunately there is, um, we live in a really high stress society and not only that, and this is one of those things before I go into this and I, and I even hesitate sharing it because I don't want to cause anxiety. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moms, let's have a talk right now. Okay. No shame. All right. Do okay. not beat yourself up for this. You have done the best you can. Okay. So what was explained to us by Dr. Rhonda in this live was, um, when we are pregnant, and we're stressed. We rob from our children's adrenals. Okay. So when they're born, they are almost born automatically with adrenal insufficiency. Right. And, and we see this throughout their, their childhood where they have an inability. It's so either they're colicky or they're overstimulated. How many children are born with sensory overload? Yep. Right. And I do too. Well, multiple, but Mm -hmm. probably one, our biggest. Yeah. And they can't even make simple decisions. Like, do you want to eat an apple or a banana? (laughs) And they melt down and they're like, I don't know what you want from me. And now moms, we're melting down because our adrenals are on fire too. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just want you to eat, right? Like just Mm -hmm. eat the food. Um, we have like, so chill. And what's interesting too, is I'm picking this up in the hair analyses too. And I couldn't understand why children's adrenals and their hormones kept showing up in the hair analyses. And so when Dr. Rhonda explained this, I was like, oh, it makes so much sense. So much sense, right? Where they are being born into adrenal insufficiency, you know, back in the day, um, in, in like tribal settings, pregnant women, they were treated like freaking goddesses, right? Mm-hmm. No, we're not. We're expected to raise children and homeschool and be super moms yep. and super Instagrammers and keep up with the Joneses and cook three meals a day and do the taxes and, 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 right? decorate and, and decorate yeah. and sleep and drink enough water and exercise. And, right. And, yeah. and hold your calling. If you're in church, you know, you right. have like a, a calling where you have to prepare or PTA or whatever it is, whatever it is. Like we are slightly overburdened. And I think that's another statement. Well, We're very right. overburdened. And the men too. Let's think about yeah. it. It's not just the woman's role. Right. Like we mentioned. So, right. So our children are being born into stress filled societies and their adrenals are already insufficient Mm -hmm. and homes right exactly or school Mm -hmm. like the the demands of school right yeah they're insane Mm -hmm. and not only that but if your kids are like trying out for sports teams the standard gets higher and higher every year right you have to score more run faster be better time better yeah Mm -hmm. lift Mm -hmm. lift heavier Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 we're we're reaching these unrealistic expectations expectations, and Mm -hmm. we're meeting them but Mm -hmm. it's coming at the price of our adrenals right Right. so things that we can do for that you guys um one stop demonizing salt our adrenals need salt when we are stressed um they need potassium so eat a lot of potassium lots of veggies lots of fish bananas Mm. that's uh, coconut. Well, you can't do coconut water cause it's very sugary. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamin C. All right. Not ascorbic mm-hmm. acid, but whole food, vitamin whole C. Food, yep. So there is, if you go to provahealth.com, there is a product called adrenal cocktail because there's an adrenal tonic and there's adrenal cocktail. Look up adrenal cocktail and order it. Okay. Yeah. It's got the perfect ratios of salt, 
potassium, and vitamin C. All right. And you're going to take that at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. when you start feeling tired to Mm -hmm. feed your adrenals. Okay. Um, There's a whole adrenal protocol that we have that I'm not going to talk about right now because we are running out of time. But, um, but please guys, like eat your salt, eat your potassium, get vitamin C. All right. Another thing, uh, adaptogens. So one of my favorite things, if you go to provohealth.com, look up the RASA, R-A-S-A. They're adaptogenic mushrooms. And what they do is they help your body adapt to stress. Mm. So you want to do more mushrooms. Okay. Research adaptogens, anything and anything that can help calm you. Right. Ashwagandha is also in the RASA Mm-hmm. So exactly. It's got a lot of incredible things. Um, last, last but not least, if you, if we are suspecting brain inflammation too and brain mm-hmm. overstimulation in regards to adrenals, CBD. Yep. So if you go to uh, wasatchherbals.com, um, the CBD there is fan freaking tastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasatch Herbals is actually our company that we started. Uh, because not only is quality very important to us and extraction processes, but it has to be organic too. Well, and you test and mm-hmm. it actually... It came back better than, yeah. than what the company and told us. Because I've tried other CBD oils and I don't own in part. So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a third, like I'm outside of that. Um, I'm not profiting off of my statement, but I've tried other CBD oils. It's and, awesome. And this one just doesn't compare. I make... Others don't compare to, right. So I would do like full droppers of others and I could never really reach a threshold, but with these Mm -hmm. I was able to. So I can't, like, I get so many people saying, what do you do to this? Right. And we're like, it's just, it's just really, it's extracted very intelligently. Tristan it's a patented. Just over it. He, the we pray. And use, <laughs> we use crystals and do ceremonies. Full moons. No, none of that. Oh my gosh, we do seed cycling with the with the hemp. Just kidding. And the only plant in the moonlight. I, know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, I'll take it because. It's great. Drumming circles. Just kidding. So it's really great, you guys. So wasatchherbals.com. That's our CBD. Start taking it. I have so many moms that message me and they're like, I'm a better mom because of the CBD. I'm like, I'm like, you're welcome. Like midday. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? I give it to my kids when Tennyson is losing, because when he's like insane, when he's gone out and eaten junk food and he comes home and he- His brain is on fire. And I'm like, come here, take your CBD. My kids actually beg for it. I think it does. It doesn't taste good at all. No. And they freaking love the Little taste. weirdos. They're so weird. <laughs> my, I they're say that because so my kids weird. do the same thing. I'm like, this stuff tastes disgusting. Right? And they're like, can I have some more? I'm like, sure. Right. And then you so, try it. You're like, I smell like flour. I, yeah. <laughs> like my breath. Right. It's so nasty. But, but it's, it's so it's, good. Yeah. It and is. we don't put any artificial sweeteners in it. So don't worry about your blood glucose. And the oil, that the carrier that it's in. MCT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so clean. So mm-hmm. anyways. Okay. So adrenals, we have adaptogens. We have salt, potassium, vitamin C. Salt, salt. We have stress management and yoga and exercise. Burn right. off that excess cortisol, right? Yeah. Um, last but not least, that's when we get to sex hormones and HPA access. All right. Access. Sorry. Access. 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 <laughs> it's like another. Hollywood access. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't, we're don't. in the brain access mode. Um, so the HPA access is hypothalamic. Hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. Or, oh, did I say that right? Star. Yeah. Did I say that right? It sounded right. Okay. I, someone's going to fact check me and be like, you sound dumb. That's fine. They <laughs> so can do that. We'll just call it HPA axis. And basically what this is, is it's the therm, the, the brain is the thermostat 
in the body, right? Right. And if you have brain inflammation, your thermostat is cattywampus. So we've fixed digestion. We've fixed uh, gut because, you know, your your gut is the second brain or really it's the first brain and right. your brain's the second brain. But leaky gut, leaky brain, right? We have fixed adrenals and now maybe we need to really hone in on, well, and adrenals too help with the ovaries. You know, if the ovaries are tanking, yep. adrenals take over, Yep. right? If adrenals are tanking, ovaries take over. Right. But now, now we have to go to, okay, what protocols do we need to hit hard? This is when we get very specific with our protocols. We'll do like some blood work and we'll be like, oh, okay. And, mm. and we can't just willy nilly this, right? right? This is where we have to get really specific. And, and like, they need to do the work. And they have to do the work. But mm. they've already done the work to this point, right? Because your is nutrition true. is on we par. We it down Your nutrition lot. is on par. You've done the livery set once, if not twice. Mm-hmm. You know, we have supported your adrenals Maybe and now you're detoxed. getting energy. Yep, you've detoxed. Mm-hmm. We've put you on an adrenal protocol, right. you know, because there's a very extensive adrenal protocol that I put people on. And now we go to HPA axis or we, we do like a hormone feeding, adrenal feeding, Mm -hmm. um, because maybe there's inflammation in your sex hormones. Bathe those puppies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now, and so obviously we're not going to talk extensively about those protocols because that obviously requires more consultation, but you guys can still hit upstream really hard. And the majority of people will see really great results. What's a realistic timeline for this? Cause mm. this is not overnight yeah. and, and it's individual. Yeah. Like, because this could be years for somebody. Oh geez. Yeah. But like, but like you said right now, this isn't, this has been after many steps that we've reached this point of the HPA. So we will probably meet this point in about six to 12 months. Yep. And, um, most people sick, some people don't, some people, it takes a year to fix yep, their gut. If we're dealing, months, yeah. if we're dealing with SIBO, if we're dealing with Lyme, uh, Lyme if we're mm-hmm. dealing with, uh, IBS, IBD, Crohn's. And we're talking years that you've been deceased, you mm-hmm. know, like let's, let's really right. think about that. So it's not going right. to be overnight. It's just like after you have a baby, um, you'll soon discover that you don't bounce right back Mm-mm, and right. you got to give your body grace to, totally. to transform like it did to grow mm-hmm. a baby. Right. If you, if you're going to heal naturally, you have to heal in mother nature's timeline it's too. Tight. And she's gentle. She is. And, and I, Oh my gosh, I did this, uh, follow up with one of our clients and she's been working with us, I think for like three or six months. No, Mm -hmm. not six months. It's been like four months. Okay. And she, and she's one of these people that has bounced around from doctor to doctor to doctor. Right. Mm -hmm. And they just like pounded her with supplements and whatnot. And she would get better for a little bit and then tank again and then better for a little bit. Which is common. Very common. The Mm -hmm. medical merry-go-round. Right. Right. And, and since she's been working with us and she, I mean, she's got energy for the first time in years. (laughs) And and she's like, I only take my adrenal uh, protocol stuff when I need. And I'm like, excuse me, when you need, she's like, yeah, I have energy like every day now. And I'm like, you do. You know, right. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this, this is, is so quick. great. This was, right. well, she did the homework. She joined the membership. She, she the does the work. meal plans. Right. You know, she, she's done the livery set. I think she's doing the livery set or she's done. She's done the adrenals. Actually we expedited her adrenals. Cause I was like, you need energy. Like you just right. need energy. Right. But, um, again, that's where consultations come in where mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we even individualize it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and she's like, you know, it's low and slow. She's like, this was a lot slower than mm-hmm. working with other doctors, but theirs was like, 
you know, I felt good for a month and then I was right back to square one. And she said with you, it's low and slow, but constantly increasing and constantly improving. Yeah. And and that's not us. That's nature, right? Because we heavily, we heavily advise on food. Mm -hmm. Food is the medicine because food is the chemistry of the body. Right. Right. Like it's, and when people come to me, they're like, what supplements do you recommend? And in my brain, I'm like, oh, I can't. There's no magic (laughs) pill. It's just, it's, it's a supplement. It's called a supplement for a reason, right? right? We're filling gaps. mm -hmm. And so it's, it's not the answer. It's just a bridge. Right. Right. And, um, and the land mass is the nutrition. But right? that's such good experience to have to oh, feedback, you know, that, oh, that, it was awesome. that feedback. I Because mm-hmm. I'm fairly new to this game of being a consultant. Right. I'm thoroughly enjoying getting this oh, feedback. You're, well, you're getting a lot of feedback from your people doing the livery set. Oh, yeah. And they're just, mm-hmm. they're feeling so good after mm-hmm. it, huh? Yep. And they're like month one into their healing yep. protocols, right? Right. So um, anyways, you guys, low and slow. You know, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Right. And when you've had months or years of disappointment or not meeting the expectation of healing that you thought mm-hmm. you should be, even just making these shifts and yeah. seeing it within that first month, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is such a vast difference that it is motivating to continue down that right. path. Right. And so uh, it's possible, mm-hmm. you know, for those that are struggling, it's, it's definitely possible. I do want to end this episode on... Um, Cause I feel like this can be a heavy episode, you guys. Yeah. Super heavy. And yeah, we didn't get into the, like, I, w- I don't have the emotional. Well, and I, I want to touch on that really fast because I'll be honest, I have never dealt with infertility. Um, I did deal with insane PMS before I got pregnant with Tennyson and mm. I can see the dysfunction. I ate a lot of carbs, overworked my body, you know? Um, yeah. but I mean, I still have my two babies. Um, but, but, I want to just really end on like, you know, where thoughts go, energy flows, be gentle with yourselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like re retrain some of those old tapes in your mind that might not yep, be serving that you. inner voice. I think that's potentially one of the hardest parts of the healing journey, right? Right. Is you're doing all the right things, but you're saying to yourself all the wrong things. Now this isn't to blame you and be like, well, that's why. No, 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 no guys. No, you're not the, the like the cause, right? Mm-hmm. Most definitely not. Like being gentle and loving towards yourself and giving yourself so much grace through this. Again, those tribal women, right? Mm-hmm. Their their stress level mm-hmm. is down because their demand is, is lowered, mm-hmm. right? They're given the the healthier food, the best cuts, meat, right. the highest fat, the you know mm-hmm. the cream of the crop, right? So we need to offer that grace to ourselves, exactly, and. And let's say, let's say you're doing everything right and you're just, you're healing left and right like a freaking badass. Okay. And after years, you still don't have that child. All right. Yeah. Breathe. (laughs) Like give yourself so much grace and recognize like you did everything in your power. Like just transforming your life, transforming everything, you know, creating Mm -hmm. a new baseline. Right. Right. Because that's what you're doing. Right. You're creating a new baseline of health and living like that is not an easy thing to do. So please recognize the power that you have within yourself and the power that your body has. And and just be gentle. Be really gentle with yourselves. Okay, I think that's it. I wish yeah. I was a psychologist. I wish Tristan was here. He'd right. say something really wise. <laughs> and profound. And pro- so profound. Though. And it, it's true. You're not alone through this. Get a a tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get, get your tribe. Get community and 
and set those boundaries with maybe toxic people that are in your lives. Yeah. That's a big one, which Mm -hmm. is really hard because it could even be family members. Oh, right. So, you know, the naysayers. Right. Thoughts go. Energy flows. Energy flows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with really good energy people, I guess. And good food. Woo-woo people. Good people, good food, healthy people, environment. People who do drum circles with you on the film moon. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't do that. Right. I want to. I, I want to get my own drums. There's there's, there's uh, groups of women that meet here in Utah County. I know. They I do know. singing and drum circles. I'm just too busy. I, I, I want to join those. Anyways. My kids should also be in the wild and free clubs, but. Um, there's wild and free clubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, didn't you know that uh, being a homeschool mom is cool now? Oh, right. I'm still on the fence of that. I think we're homeschooling, but I need to find a tutor. <laughs> I'm home, like, I've been homeschooling. I'm OG. All right. Six yeah, years yeah, in. I need to talk to you. This is, I'm pre-COVID homeschool mom no when kidding. it wasn't cool. You are the OG. No. <laughs> I, I haven't been able to figure this out because Justin's been it, gone for like a week. So did we even say where he was? No. Oh, we didn't tell people. So Tristan's gone in case you couldn't tell. But um, <laughs> but he's in Hawaii. He's yeah. at a meditation retreat doing his own drum circles Lucky and dude. meeting with shamans. I don't know what he's doing, actually. It's from what I know, and I know very little. There's no technology, so I can't mm-hmm. even talk yeah, to him. Disconnected. And that's been really fun because running the company and like making decisions <laughs> and, and with the, the, the really crappy thing. OK, guys, I'm just going to talk personal Getting life right cat. now. I don't know. Uh, not yet. No, okay, that didn't I, happen I have, yet. I want to get a cat so bad. Um, we'll update you later. He, right? He'll be so mad. He'll <laughs> hear in a few podcast episodes and be like, so we got rid of the cat. <laughs> just kidding. He, his heart's too sweet to just get he rid of animals. Sweet. So what was I? Oh, but the hardest thing is Tristan has set up all these accounts online, right? And we and don't know how to access all this stuff. Well, we don't know how to access them. And so it's asking for like security questions. Oh, no like favorite car and this and that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't really <laughs> so we we're getting like locked out of all of these accounts and like bank accounts. <laughs> this is really important. Stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, I can do hard things. So, yes, so Brittany, can. our office manager yes, and I are just, we're just trying to figure this out as we go. Right. You're like how so, many days? How many more days? Oh, he's got like seven. He comes back on Saturday. So that's insane. Yeah. So but you I made it this far. What's that? You made it we, this far. You know, it hasn't like crumbled yet. And so when he gets home, I want to be like, babe, we did it all by ourselves. We, right. we figured it out. We're, we're locked out of like six accounts. <laughs> so we're going to we, need six passwords. <laughs> but other than that, everything's fine. We're all good. Yeah, exactly. So no, I, I'm looking forward to the shaman coming back. Tristan, I, when I mean the shaman, I mean Tristan. Right. He's our little shaman. So, and I'm sure everyone listening right now totally misses him. Because he is kind of the life of the party, and um, he's just a good soul. Well, and I, I, I fear that like the gutsy health members aren't asking the harder questions I, on purpose. I know, like, right? Kind of holding out until he gets <laughs> when back. When he gets back, and I'm like, no, really, I can. Like, I can we try. can do this. We can do this, right? But he's so fluid with it. I know. That, you know. He makes us all jealous. Like he writes like <laughs> little essays, like to a simple question. Right, he's like, well, do, 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 you know, you hear like the, t- the keyboard. Right. Like, totally. You know, like, totally. I can just imagine it. As he's grinning, he doesn't even have to like no. double check online. No, he doesn't. No, um, he, he's a little encyclopedia all by himself. That's enough praise for Tristan because he's on vacation <laughs> and you're not. So he, can you guys tell I miss him? <laughs> That's why I'm just waffling on about him. I'll just come over and give you a hug. I know it's not the same, but 
Get, find your people, right? Most people find have switched people. off by now. They're just like, okay, we're done. Bye. <laughs> so. Well, it was a little hangout at the end. It was nice. Exactly. Little we got to hang talk. out with you guys. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thank you. Anyways, love on your hormones. Love on your body. Love on yourself. You can do hard Love things. on each other. Yep. It's a fertility yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I just got that. But like every other day, okay? Not every day. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Allow for that sperm count to like, <laughs> you know, be really robust. And drink your minerals. Drink your minerals. Get some sunshine. There we go. Whoop, whoop. And be happy. And listen to the other podcasts, guys. Exactly. Because you're going to get so much from it. Look into the membership. Or rate us, review us. Ooh. <laughs> They're going to be like, they waffle too much at the end. Yeah, but you know what? I haven't even done a review yet. Katie. I know. I'm bad Come friend. on. I'm bad friend. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye. Until next time. Love you. We love you.